Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hi, everyone. I'm Maddie. And I'm Nick. And, and this, this is, is What the, the Fuck, fuck is, is Happening, the podcast. podcast with Maddie and Nick. Oh, yes, that's true. That was a good addition. Which, it's a long name, but I think we deserve a long name. It's true. We're iconic enough. The international implications. <laughs> the international has. implications that has. <laughs> Truly. Okay, so this is going to be a weekly podcast. It is. Probably about an hour each week to yeah. just... Un- not unplug, because we're plugged in <laughs> a lot, of course, right now, to record this podcast. That's true. Uh, let's say unpack. <laughs> unpack. Yeah. The previous week's pop culture moments, celebrity. Exciting news. Exciting news. Um... World events, we can get political. We certainly can. We're smart <laughs> enough for that. <laughs> well, Maddie is. I'm. I'm. Bitch. I'm not dumb. I'm just. I'm. I'm. I mean, my degree is literally literally in international relations, so. and mine is <laughs> fucking film and TV. <laughs> <laughs> so between the two of us. Between the two of us. Yeah, you know, you know, you're right. You're right. Um, yeah, it's just kind of an hour to um. Be silly. Discuss, yeah. Be silly, get Us you caught up silly, on um, you be silly. pop culture. Yeah. Everyone gets to be silly and it's going to be a fucking fantastic time. Much like Oprah, we give away the silly. Love that. Mm-hmm. You get a silly. You get a silly. Get silly. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds vaguely dirty. It does. Well, yeah. <laughs> no, I've said that. I feel like, yeah. <laughs> also, okay. we should call penises willies more often. It's everything. <gasps> You're right. That was a hot day. That is a hot day. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And it's going to take us a while to get used to this. This is really true. We laugh way too much at ourselves. That is true, but that's because we're funny people. Hilarious people, in fact. And also have massive egos, which is, you know, it helps. It does, especially for this. Yeah. Anyway, how are you going? Um, I'm good. I had a weird incident with soy milk this morning. Oh, God. So is this what you're going to talk about later? It is what I'm going to talk about later, yeah. Soy milk, no. Yeah. <laughs> I already have such, like, a deep fear of soy milk ingrained in my being. Yeah, this is going to make it worse. Because it's, like, soy milk. (laughs) How do they milk the beans? I think they actually press the beans. I think, and then, like, milk comes out. (laughs) Is that also how? I don't actually know if that's true. What what was that question going to be? It was going to be something daddy, and I'm not going to say it. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, and how are you this morning, Nick? I am also good. It was a frantic morning, I'm not going to lie. Oh, yes. It's also a miracle that I'm being productive this early in the morning. It's, it's 11 a.m., just so everyone knows. I did text Nick this morning and was like, because he was a bit late to pick me up, and I was like, are you awake? <laughs> We're 60 seconds in and you're already calling me out. This is abuse. <laughs> I mean, look, it is what it is. It is what, what it is. what I tell the people the truth. It's true. <laughs> true. <laughs> um okay i feel like we should also address the fact that there's a pandemic oh yes well this is you know that's definitely on the forefront of everyone's minds t and i'm just gonna say that we're in a safe place where we're true. fortunate enough to not have many covid cases this is very true and also we've got our own little cluster going on Cluster's the wrong word cluster makes it sound like we have covid we don't have covid <laughs> I mean, no, you're right. Not really. It's like circle. Comparative to like the rest of the world. We've got like 20 active cases in our city, so it's hardly any. I also meant like, we don't have that many friends. (laughs) (laughs) You were going for like the logical thing. I was just reading us. Obviously, my immediate reaction yeah, is okay. COVID. I, you're right. I take I take full responsibility of that. <laughs> but no, you're right. We only have like three friends, and two of those are us. So. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah. It's true. But honestly, we're in a tiny room, and there's only t- two of us, and we're pretty socially distanced. Like you're on the other side of the table. Yeah. And don't tell, don't tell the podcast studio, but we 
antibacterial sprayed everything, which I don't think we were meant to do, but... I mean, who wouldn't, though? Like, only stupid people would. That's true, but we've had experiences with stupid people. Oh, this is... It's a lot of things immediately come to mind there. Tea. (laughs) Okay. I feel like we have to address the elephant in the room. That's not the pandemic. Oh my god, there's more than one. And that is... That we are the type of people who went to see after we collided at the cinemas. <sighs> we are the type of people. To be fair, we weren't the type of people to go see the original after in cinemas. We didn't do that, but... You're right, but I did purchase it. <laughs> <laughs> Arguably worse. Arguably worse. I think I got it on sale. It's fine. Good. But yes, we did go and see. We even, in fact, watched the first movie and then we immediately rushed to the cinemas to go and see after we collided. It's true, we did. We spent, like, four hours watching just fanfic movies. Yeah. Oof. It fan was, fiction. It was a rough time. And I, I mean, we don't want to shit on fanfiction. I love fic. I write it. I read it extensively. Mm-hmm. But, um, if you're going to make a movie that is based on fic, I just feel like this is the worst type of movie that to get like, mainstream people watching because it makes them think that that's what fic is. It's just complete trash. And it's like, I've read some amazing fan fiction and now people think it's after we collided. (laughs) Yeah, you're right. And you should say that because... Because... We do respect and acknowledge fan fiction in this house. We do. 100% we do. Because you know what? And it's also, like, it spawned a lot of... Genuinely fantastic mainstream authors, I assume. Well, I feel like... I'm right. I feel like you're right. <laughs> I mean, I, I can't come up with any, like, specific examples except for um, Johnson <laughs> authors, obviously. But, like, I don't know. I feel like it's a pretty good way to be able to practice your writing skills and then transition into hopefully making... Actually, you know what? I can think of an example. She's not a wildly famous author, but definitely I've read her fan fiction. I follow her on social media, and she posts... posts. She has real published books, like three or four every year. So, wow. you know, definitely I feel like it's a thing. It's a thing. It is a thing. And After We Collided is the absolute worst example Ugh. of it. It's true. And... It's also just, like, a pretty crappy, like, mushing together of Fifty Shades of Grey and Twilight. This is so true. Minus, like, vampires. It's so true. I mean, adding the vampires would have made it interesting, I'm not going to lie. You're not wrong. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it 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 was kind of a rough time. I mean, the plot was really shoddy, and I really like a lot of the tropes that they included, like the fake dating bit they had for a little bit, and mm-hmm. they had the sharing the bed bit for a little thing. Um, they're all really fun when they're based around characters that you're invested in, but with these characters, you, like, not only hate them individually, you hate them even more as a couple. Together. So it's mm-hmm. just kind of like, oh, my God, please do not keep making these mistakes. Yeah. And also I just want to rewind a bit to that. Oh, yeah. Sharing a bed trope. Oh, yes. Because that unfortunately led to one of the most horrific mutual masturbation scenes <laughs> in cinematic history. <laughs> Not that there's been many. <laughs> but like, it was awful. Uh, it, it was, was horrific. Bad. It was so bad. And Everyone in the theatre was giggling because it was so... It's true. Ugh. I mean, also, I'm not going to lie. I don't know how explicitly we, we can go right here. But, um, I mean... It's fine. I've marked this podcast as not safe for work. <laughs> Okay, good. Well, he was, like, you know, getting a bit frisky. He was touching her. Mm-hmm. And then I don't know if I just, like, blacked out for a couple of seconds just from the trauma of the movie. Yeah. But definitely I did not realise that she was also touching him until, like, he... Same. Until the scene was, like, halfway through. And I was like, oh, this is, like, a mutual thing. Yeah. I didn't realise that was that was going on. Which either means he has a tiny weenie. <laughs> I mean... Or... No, actually, that's it. He has a tiny meaning. <laughs> that's, that's the only that's option. the only explanation. <laughs> it is, yeah. Um, yeah, so that was that was pretty traumatic overall. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. Um, <laughs> but. But. There was some pretty iconic stuff that happened. Oh, wow. Like I it, mean... Okay, it was a great time. It was one of those movies where it's, like, so much fun to watch and talk about, even though it's objectively a shit movie. 
the shittiest, in fact. But you're right. I thoroughly enjoyed my time watching After We Collided. Not after. I have to make that distinction. Uh, because we watched after, obviously, directly before. And it was the most boring hour and 45 minutes ever. It was mm-hmm. it was awful. But um, After We Collided was really fun, to be honest. Especially during After, we had a lot of live commentary going. It was not just the two of us watching. Mm-hmm. We had a couple other people. And that made it really enjoyable. But After We Collided, I would argue, was probably even more enjoyable. Even though there was no... I mean, we talked a little. Yeah. <laughs> we talked a little. Everyone was there. That's true. There wasn't many of us in the cinema. Theater cinema. 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 <laughs> um, no, you're right. And it was just so much goofier than the original. And they yeah. made some choices with a capital C. <laughs> oh, they really did. Obviously, I mean, I don't know about you, but the one that immediately comes to my mind is the fight between... <gasps> oh, my God. <laughs> what's it was her name everything. And what's her name? <laughs> um, Josephine Langford, the, the main character. What is her name? Tessa. Tessa and Molly. Oh my god, it was like... Wow. Reality TV... But better. Punch-up realness, and it was... It's true. Everything. It was, it was, yeah. It made no sense in the context either. No, it really didn't. It just, like, went from zero to 100 in one second, and then they were fully fist-fighting, and then Tessa, like, was cackling, like, a Literally. And we were like, this is not... I mean, I, at least, was like, this is the worst characterization ever. Yeah. Where did Literally, this come from? There's no consistency to her personality no, as a character. No, there really wasn't. Which, all. like, we're not going to unpack that because... No, we're not. That's just too much. But I will say, as we discussed last night, Josephine Langford deserves an Oscar oh, for that you. performance. Yeah, I was actually... I was going to bring that up. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to bring that up. I also personally think that it deserves a screenwriting Oscar. Oh. Because there was a couple of lines of dialogue where I <laughs> was truly living my best life. I was... <laughs> I mean, please, give us examples. Dangerously close to peeing my pants. <laughs> but my absolute favourite line had nothing to do with the writing and had everything to do with how bad of an actor the main oh male God. lead is. Oh, God. Like... The worst. He was giving us nothing. Nothing. For the entire film, except for this one line... <laughs> And it's not even a funny line, but his delivery was everything. And I'm going to try and do it. <laughs> oh, you're going to reenact it. I'm going to try and reenact it. And I'm, I'm, by try, I mean I'm good. This is exactly how he said it. Tone, delivery, everything. Okay. Oh, God, I'm dying already. So, for context, not a spoiler, I'm pretty sure it's in the trailer. <laughs> Main character, Harden. His name's Harden, which that says everything. And nothing. <laughs> says a lot. And nothing. But yeah, main character Harden walks in on his ex-girlfriend Tessa, the main female lead, mm-hmm. so washing the clothes of oh, okay. another guy, yeah. Dylan Sprouse from The Sweet Life of Zack and Cody. Who also gave us nothing, by the way. Who gave us nothing, but we respect him for that. We do. Um, <laughs> basically, Tessa spilled wine on his clothes and she's washing them in the sink, so he's mostly naked, and her ex-boyfriend walks in. And his exact line delivery is, fucking Trevor! <laughs> and I kid you not. Like, this is a dramatic scene. This is a serious scene. Face right then. <laughs> <laughs> I was giving nothing, but so was he. But, like, that's a dramatic scene. And I nearly peed my pants laughing. If that, and that tells you everything you need to know about, like... <laughs> The consistency of this film. Honestly, it was very consistent in this regard because it <laughs> always had hilarious delivery by Hero Fines or whatever his name is. Yeah, you're not wrong. It was hilarious. But fucking Trevor! <laughs> that, like, it's his real, he's British and it's his real accent and oh, it still sounds like a fake British accent. It's actually the most unappealing thing about him. <laughs> and there's a lot of unappealing things about that character. You're not wrong. But, Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I don't. I don't know how much more we can say on this film. It's true. I feel like we've definitely exhausted as much little spoilery, spoilery things as possible. Yeah, I have actually. I have one more. Please. And that is okay. This is very niche, (laughs) (laughs) as is most of the stuff I talk about. But do you remember as not even kids? Do you remember back when Disney Channel? used to take an entire season of a show and 
edit clips of it together into a movie? No. Okay, well, they did this with H2O Just Add Water, the iconic Australian mermaid show. Did they really? Yeah. They did it for every season. And there was three movies that was literally just clips of the show edited together. Why didn't I know this? Oh, my God. I would have killed for that. I would have died. Well, truly, it was the best. I mean, it made no sense, but it was the best. Wow. So we're going to have a movie marathon now. Cleo. (laughs) Cleo. Okay, I urge everyone to look up H2O Just Add Water on TikTok. Oh, sure. I'm pretty... Yes, yeah. It went viral, like, last year. Yeah. Fucking hilarious. Anyway. Anyway, that's what this movie felt like. It's true. An entire season of You're TV... Right. ...edited together into, like, a 90-minute film that felt like three hours. It's true. There were so many scenes where we got in the car and Nick was like, I can't believe the end of that movie was the same one as that had the nightclub scene from the beginning of the yeah. movie. And I was like, I don't even remember that happening. Like... Mm. There's so much happened between then and now that that's just gone from my mind. I agree. That really also sums up this movie. Yeah. Okay. And now I have a question for you because (laughs) it's still in the context of this movie. Okay. But when we left the movie, you mentioned it before. There has obviously not been that many films released into cinemas this year. No. And I'm convinced that they're going to make some left field choices about nominations for the Oscars next year. Oh, yes. Or yeah. slash this year, whatever. And we both mentioned that we really want the main chick from this movie. Definitely. To be nominated for Best Actress. Yep. For sure. I want to know mm. what other movies. Oh, Tenant, for sure. Tenant. Are... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we say Tenant, but sometimes it sounds like Tenant. Because of our accents, and some people just don't understand that Australians are just... Speak like fucking weirdos. Less cultured British people. Accurate. Which, self-read. <laughs> um, no, okay. I was going to say, like, out of all the films you've seen this year, which is limited... Right. What movies would you put up for nomination in which categories? Um, the first one that comes to mind is definitely Birds of Prey. Oh, dear. For, like, maybe some type of costuming mm-hmm. or soundtrack even, perhaps. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, my God, the one song, Diamonds Are Girl's Best Friend with um, Truth. Megan the Stallion. Love that. Everything. I definitely have, am still listening to This Way With Me. Yes! A remix that's definitely, like, still on my current playlist. Same. That shit slaps. It does slap. You die. Um, I agree. Birds of Prey. Actually, I think it should just be in every category. Truth. I'd be down for that. Margot Robbie, honestly, she kind of deserves Best Actress. It's true. (laughs) She can do no wrong. Accurate. Um, I also... Invisible Man was <gasps> fantastic. Oh my god, bitch. <laughs> You're so right. I am right. I oh, That movie right. was everything. It was so perfectly made. It was. It really was. I actually rewatched this the other day with mum and mm. she didn't like it. The fucking well, bitch. Like, she I also didn't like Knives Out, so let's... That's true. She has no opinion. Sam, I love you. I respect you, but you're wrong. <laughs> you are wrong. She's an English teacher as well, so it's kind of <laughs> hilarious, but... So objectively, we're probably wrong. <laughs> I mean, we know what, like, taste is. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> we're classy bitches. Yeah, uh, yeah famously. <laughs> famously. Um, yeah, no, Invisible Man was... I think that was a very, very well-made film. Honestly, mm. I feel like that one kind of fall, would fall into, like, a best picture. Yeah. Um, type of situation. But I did a lot of research on what um, the, like, the eligibility for films is, mm. are, is, are. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, for um, Oscars. And the only thing it is is that it has to be showing in the cinemas between, I think it's in December and January of that, like, year. So the mm-hmm. Oscars are in February, I think. Are they? The end of January, February? Typically, yeah. And so it has to be of, like, the two preceding months they have to have showed in an L.A. theatre. Right. Then. So that's, like, the only criteria it has. So, I mean, theoretically, The Invisible Man could play in, that's true. in a theatre at that time. And, but... like, Elizabeth Moss deserves Best Actress Mom. Oh, my God. That, she did it was... a phenomenal job. Like, that Truly. was... It was so believable. Wow. She did such a good job. Yeah. Um... But, yeah. No. Outside of that... <laughs> I think those two films are definitely the ones that immediately come to mind. Okay. Personally, mm-hmm. for Best Picture, right. I would nominate 
after we collided. Of course. And also just two. Just two nominations. <laughs> just the two. I was going to give just a fight to the death. And, and it's going to be after we collided and are you ready? Tell me. Fantasy Island. <laughs> Which. So I took this question fucking seriously, you dick. <laughs> I'm like Invisible Man. So good. Birds of Prey costuming and he's like Fantasy Island. This is our dynamic. It's fine. But straight up, like. <laughs> the most fun I've had watching a movie this year is Fantasy Island and After We Collided. That's really fair. When we saw Fantasy Island in the cinema... Oh, it was everything. It was everything. Oh, my God. I actually could not stop laughing. It was fucking <laughs> the funniest film ever. Although, when we rewatched it when it came out on DVD, we were so bored. We, yeah. like, <laughs> were playing on our We were like, well, we already know all these stupid yeah, exactly. jokes. Yeah. We've already seen all of the plot twists. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That's with quotes. Quote, yeah, unquote, plot yeah. twist. Yeah. Um, but... <laughs> I mean, everything about Fantasy Island is perfect. The acting. It's true. The screenwriting, the directing, the CGI. <laughs> it definitely all comes together to yeah. create something beautiful. Exactly. <laughs> and that's why it has a whopping 9% on Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> 9%? Wow. Um, and Nick said when we watched it that um, if it doesn't spawn a 22 movie cinematic universe, mm-hmm. he'll actually be very disappointed in I agree. In the world. And I used to I agree. Like, I agree with me. Archery <laughs> <Bartimaeus> was right. <laughs> uh, yeah, Look, no. there's more substance substance to Fantasy Island than there is to most Marvel movies. I will agree. I will I will you know I actually regret saying that. <laughs> It came out of my mouth before I could think, which so often happens with me. I mean, Fantasy Island or Endgame? Oh, Fantasy Island. Exactly. Any so day. Even knowing all the quote-unquote plot twists. <laughs> Better than the fucking Endgame plot twists, am I right? Accurate. And at least we didn't have to sit in the cinema for three fucking hours. Oh, true. And we. this is coming from Marvel's MCU fans. Like, legit. I remember going to see Avengers, the first one on opening day, and mm. afterwards I texted my friend for like seven hours discussing yeah. just how amazing it was. <sighs> yeah. And then Endgame. But also. Sad face. Yeah, T. Kudos for us for being able to be fans of something and also critique it. It's true. Are you thinking of Tenet? Because I'm thinking, I'm thinking of Tenet. Of Tenet. <laughs> yeah. You just said Tenet. Oh my God. For fuck's sake. <laughs> yeah, no. Okay, yeah. We've, Yeah. Yeah. We didn't like Tenet. No, we didn't. Like, it was a fine movie. Yeah. It was an okay movie. It was just, like, the overall concept of Christopher Nolan pushing Mm -hmm. to release this during a pandemic because he thought it was his, his, like, fucking... Yeah, exactly. And I was like, well, it's a a 5 out of 10 movie. Legit. I honestly would put it as one of his worst movies that he's ever made. Agreed. Along with The Magician one. I don't remember that. I don't think you've seen it. Oh, well, that would be why I don't remember it. Because I remember we talked about it and you were like, I don't even know if that exists. I mean, I will maintain that position then. It's like Hugh Jackman and Christian Christian Bale. Oh. Yeah, it's pretty stupid. (laughs) And Scarlett Johansson. Weird. Yeah, she plays a black male. Does she? (laughs) I'm kidding. (laughs) I actually would have believed you. (laughs) Honestly, classic ScarJo, you have to... I was going to say respect, but no, that doesn't, that doesn't track. I mean, oh, I have, I'm of mixed minds about this just cause it's come up. Okay. I'm going to yeah. share my opinion. Okay. I have very mixed mind, mixed opinions about this because on the one hand, like, I guess she does audition for the roles or uh, go for them. I don't know. But on the other hand, like, isn't it her agent that selects the movies for her to do when the roles for her to do and then break and then, but I guess then on the other hand, she can turn them down if they're not yeah. appropriate for her as a white person, well, I which think, they mostly aren't. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I just don't know if the entire I think to a degree, bit of responsibility falls on her shoulders for this. I kind of disagree purely because maybe in her early career. Yeah, that's fair. That's but I think at fair. this point in her career, she's like one of the highest paid actresses in Hollywood. Or not even actress, just actor. Is she really? Yeah. She gives us nothing. She gives us nothing, and we love her for that. <laughs> I mean, she, she did pretty good as Natasha in a couple of films. That Like, not all of them, but some of them she did a pretty good job. Yeah. No, I agree. Her rocking the blonde hair in Civil War. Not Civil War. Um, The Winter Soldier. The Winter Soldier. 
She didn't have blonde hair in the Winter Soldier. Oh, fuck, really? <laughs> no, she had... Which one did she have blonde hair in? She had um, blonde hair in the last two Avengers ones. What was the one before Endgame? Oh. Infinity War. And then in Endgame, she had, like, <laughs> red hair and then blonde at the end, which just fucking is like, you shitting me? She can't just cut off the blonde hair or whatever the fuck, like, re-dye... I don't... Oh. Iconic. It, it's still... Okay, well, I, I'm just going to call myself out for okay. being a fake fan. <laughs> And not tracking cut hair colors properly. The Winter Soldier is like 2014. That's like one of the early movies that she was. That's only like the third movie she was in. Because yeah, there's like the second Iron Man and then Avengers and then Winter Soldier. That's like pre. Was she in the first Avengers? Uh, yeah, she was in the first Avengers. Wasn't Winter Soldier after uh, Ultron? No, I think it was before. I think it was oh, 2014 shit. and Ultron was 15. So, oh my God, oh. I can't believe I know more than you about something. <laughs> You know more than me about everything. Uh, Lies, not about pop culture things. Okay, well, whatever. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I definitely was going to say something about ScarJo. That she's got a rockin' bod. I remember. She does have a rockin' bod, just to be clear. I'm glad that that was what jogged your memory. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I was going to say that she's engaged to Colin Jost from Saturday Night Live. Congratulations to her. I don't know he's who Colin like, Jost is. <laughs> he's truly the like whitest, like most oh. pale man in existence. Wow. Like somehow this doesn't surprise me. Like sweetened Greek yogurt. <laughs> <laughs> Not even like tangy enough to be Greek yogurt, but like sweetened. We have that at work. Oh god. It's real nice. <laughs> <laughs> That's ironic because I was gonna say Colin Jost is one of my celebrity crushes. <laughs> I mean, even when we're comparing yogurts to men, we have the same taste. Yeah, tea. So. That's, uh, yeah. <laughs> no one ever said that I had good taste in men, okay? I mean, no one ever said you had bad taste, though, so. I say it. Oh, okay. Well. I claim that now. <laughs> okay, just it's out there for the world. It's out you. there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay, and I feel like we're meant to kind of discuss the stuff that's been happening in the last week. Okay. Which... A lot has happened. It's true. And I feel like, I don't know what you're going to bring up, but it probably is the same thing considering we're the same person. But considering we're on the topic of the MCU and things that happened in the last week, obviously, Chris Evans. Oh, God. Poor guy. Look. It's true. I feel real bad for him. Um, For, like, in case you (laughs) don't know, which I would be surprised if you didn't, he accidentally leaked his own nudes this week. I'm sorry. (laughs) That's really terrible. I feel really bad about laughing, but it's kind of funny when you it's say it's such a stupid situation. Own, yeah, you know. And then his brother, who he's very close with, I did see this tweet. I saw you liked it, and it came off my feed. Okay, well, you're stalking me. <laughs> um, <laughs> his I'm brother confirmed it was real. Did he? With the tweet. Well, I acknowledging just... that it exists confirms it's real. That's Hollywood talk, baby. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if that's necessarily true. Well, I'm taking it. As true, because not to objectify Chris Evans, but he has a a lovely penis. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god, you're terrible. I mean... You agreed with me! I did agree. It's it's true. It's true. But I feel bad saying it out loud. Oh no, totally. I feel horrible. It's horrific. It is horrific. I, like, genuinely, I can't even imagine how traumatic that must... Like, I, if I, even just thinking about Mm. my own nudes being leaked, whether that be by me or someone who hacked my phone, Mm -hmm. it doesn't matter. It, like, actually gives me, like, heart palpitations. It Mm. is just terrifying. Terrifying. No, I agree. And especially someone who's been public about their anxiety and stuff. For sure. And not only that, but he's, at the moment, trying to launch his... um, Political um, side. Exactly. And it just really... Took the thunder. <laughs> it, it kind of really does. And, I mean, if he were a woman, I would also say makes him lose a bit of credibility in a way. Like if he was a woman? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, still, I would still say he probably does in some circles because we know that there are a lot of asshole people on the planet. Well, yeah, I was going to mention that because I saw a tweet. I think you retweeted it. Um, we basically just talk in tweets. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> um, that was like... It's so awesome how all of the internet kind of flooded yeah. Twitter and Tumblr yeah. and Reddit and whatever with, like, wholesome pictures of Chris Evans with his dog and stuff. It's really true. But we as a society and a culture don't do that for female actresses. It's when really they're true. Personal. 
photos are leaked. I will say I do not remember the last time a woman's nudes leaked, but I feel like it was it was kind of a little while ago. So I'm kind of hoping that this is more of like a cultural shift. Yeah, than it is an actual just because he's a man and not a woman. But yeah, I, no, but, actually, it could be right. Yeah. I mean, I feel like that's pretty optimistic of me to say. I feel like if tomorrow, like ScarJo's nudes leaked, everyone would objectify yeah. her and stuff. I feel like there's probably still a large portion of people who would be like, okay, let's do the same thing. Let's let's flood the channel with, um, I, I don't know, her playing an Asian character. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god you just destroyed her career <laughs> but, but no you know what i mean i do like, know what you mean yeah I, I i but i think there would definitely be a large amount of people who would do that but i also think because she's a woman there'd be a large amount of people who would be sharing her pictures as well so i think yeah maybe i don't know maybe it wouldn't be so evident with a woman that there's a bit of been, been a shift in thinking yeah I don't know. Well, let's pray we don't have to find out. Accurate, for sure. And let's hope it's not one of us. My God. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> let's pretend you didn't speak that into existence. It's true. Touch wood. Dear Touch Lord. wood. The desk. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the only other thing I want to mention about Chris Evans' situation okay. is that along with the leaked image of yes. the schlongage. <laughs> <laughs> right. Was a meme on his phone. <laughs> parroting wet-ass pussy that said, God, that pussy, with an image of his face. Okay, honestly, the fact that there was, like, pictures of him for the first, like, four photos yeah. really kind of leads me to believe... It's not his phone. That it's not his phone. Yeah. Well, either that it's not his phone or that it's fake in some way yep. or that it's just not his dick because yeah. maybe they're just, like... Chrissy Teigen tweeted and said that she didn't even link it to Chris Evans, but all her tweet said was that her camera roll is filled with boobs because mm. photos in WhatsApp automatically save to your camera roll. Oh. And so she said that she and her friends just send pictures of either their own titties or other random women's titties, just comparing them mm. in their group chat and then automatically save to their camera roll. So it's, I mean, it's not unlikely. Yeah. It doesn't have to actually be his penis. It could be maybe a boy that he's chatting with or I don't know, like, just a random dick. I mean... No, no, no. I I, I totally agree. And especially yeah. because, like, as a man, I'm saying men are the worst about sending dick pics. True. It could literally just be... Yeah. <laughs> anyone's like, penis. It's, it's so true. Like, you're right. It could 100% just be some random person has got his phone number and is mm-hmm. just sending him a dick. And then Chris Evans just never got around to deleting all of those pictures from I his... I mean, with the amount of dick pics he gets. even his camera roll. I mean, true. Yeah. Like, who wouldn't? Yeah, I definitely think there's still a 50% chance that it's either fake or not not his phone or anything um just not his dick but i will say it speaks volumes that his brother tweeted about it and acknowledge it that's fair that's fair but uh, i mean for those who of you who didn't see the tweet the tweet said like i wasn't on twitter yesterday did anything exciting happen or something like that Mm. and i don't know that could also just be a reference to the fact that it's stupid yeah yeah so it, I wouldn't totally. say that it doesn't confirm it, but I wouldn't say that it does. Yeah. And either way, either whoever way. owns that penis, good job. <laughs> you know? Fair. Yeah. Good one. <laughs> <laughs> um, All right. What else have we got for us today? Oh, okay. This is just a quick thing I want to touch on because mm-hmm. I need to get your opinion. Okay. Shoot. So I've already talked to you about it, but... I rewatched the film Longshot. Oh! Yeah, fantastic film. Fantastic Hilarious, film. moving. It's true. I'm not going to lie. I, I Sorry, I already have an opinion. No, you haven't even asked a question. Oh, shoot. <laughs> um, did you ever see that, like, Tumblr post, or maybe it was a tweet, I don't even know, mm-hmm. when they were like, whenever there is a super attractive female lead and an unattractive comedian who also wrote the movie and they get together, I, cl- I count it as a plot hole? Yeah. 100% that is the first thing I always think of the, this movie because Charlize Theron is like a goddess. Yeah. And Seth Rogen, I mean, he's not like ugly, but he's not Charlize Theron hot. So you're right. It's kind of mismatched. But, however, but it's also the plot of the movie. I feel like it's I called agree. Longshot. Yeah, it's really true. I feel like even though that's the first thing I think of with this movie, it also is like the only one I can think of in recent years that yeah. actually like addresses that. Yeah. And it's like a significant point in the movie because he is really insecure the whole time and doesn't mm-hmm. ever think he gets a well deserves a chance with her. Anyway, so that was all just that 
that was just me talking. It's actually kind of relevant to what I was going to say. But before I say what I was going to (laughs) say, I I was talking about a movie the other day where I was like, why the fuck do we always cut we being Hollywood? (laughs) (laughs) Always cast like 50 year old men with 25 year old women (sighs) and expect it to be a normalized relationship. It's true. I can't remember what I was watching, but I was fucking furious. <laughs> um, oh, God. I remember you texting this to me. Yeah. I don't remember what it was. I don't remember what it was either. I could probably find it in my text, but that'll take way too long. Uh, yeah. Well, I just look up any movie, you Google randomly, and you'll find one. It's really true. The one that always comes to my mind is Pirates of the Caribbean with Johnny Depp and Karen Knightley. Yeah. yeah. She was like 18 and he was like 40. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. But also, again, have you seen that chart that occasionally circulates where it's like, um, and it sets out like maybe six or seven movies and it shows the main the like leading men, yeah, and how as they get older the women stay the same age. <laughs> Consistently, <laughs> like no matter the movie, no matter the casting. That was me vomiting. That's I definitely got that personally. Good, good, <laughs> yeah, I hate it. I hate it. I hate it with a burning passion, burn it with fire. That's true. Um Leonardo DiCaprio. Oh, he's the biggest culprit, honestly. It's true. And it's even worse because it's, like, in his actual personal life. And he's actually, like, a producer on all his movies and stuff, too, so it's not, like... Is he really? He doesn't have a say, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Ugh. Anyway. Overall sounds... It's disgusting. I just feel like it's just awful. Ugh. It's true. We're looking at you, James Bond. Are we? I was definitely thinking about I wasn't Donald Trump, but that's oh, a real that's a real call life. Him out. What it, wait, what? Oh, oh just, with Melania. I mean with with anyone. Like Look, let's just pick a fucking name. <laughs> I mean Trump wants to fuck his daughter, so like <laughs> Oh god. Can Are I say that? I'm I'm allowed to say that. I can say whatever I want. I mean Trump fucking said it and he's the president of the United States, you know what? so T, go off, <laughs> read him to Phil, fuck him up, all of the above. <laughs> oh I would. I would 100% win in a fist fight with oh, Donald bitch, Trump. Truly, you just have to like poke him and he'd fucking combust. I mean, obviously, like, let's example when there were riots in DC and he went to the bunker as the only president <laughs> who has done that, like, ever or in recent history. I don't remember exactly, but <sighs> that definitely made me cackle a little yeah. bit. We were also, we were going to discuss him getting nominated for a Nobel Peace Prize because that is a relevant pop culture moment of the week, the it's past true. week. But I feel like there's not a lot to say. It was one dickhead who nominated him. It's true. And who also, by the way, in the exact same sentence said that Donald Trump deserved one, said he deserves it more than other people, for example, Barack Obama. And, like, mm-hmm. Obama did not deserve his Peace Prize in 2009. He hadn't even been president mm-hmm. for – was he not – I think he got voted in in 2009, so he wouldn't have even been president until the beginning of 2010. He, he got voted in 2008, yeah. Oh, okay. There you go. So the beginning of 2009. Um. Anyway, he didn't deserve it, and arguably he probably didn't deserve it throughout his entire presidency because it's not like he actually did much towards peace. But, like, if it just felt very pointed to be Mm. comparing Trump to Obama. It absolutely Um, is pointed. Yeah, for sure. I don't know if it's ignorance or whatever. I mean... But... I have my own opinions. (laughs) Yeah, look. I definitely laughed the entire time. I read the whole article. It was, like, an ABC News, so, Mm. like, you know... A decent, like, sourced article. Yeah. Um, and I laughed the entire fucking time. I actually was, like, crying. I was laughing so much. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Trump for it's a just so stupid. This is truly the darkest timeline. Legit. Like, can we just think of the amount of things that he's fucked up just this year? Like. Literally. Honestly, actually, yeah, that's his, true. His, his presidency has been the least peaceful. Like, even just in America. Like, it's, yeah. And he was nominated for, like, um, negotiating peace between Israel and the UAE, which, yeah. like, I have also a lot of thoughts about because the fact that he just fucking – the whole Israel-Palestine thing and his support for Israel just fucking makes me so mad. <laughs> um, and then it was also because of the whole nuclear deterrent thing yeah. with North Korea. And I just – did Trump even do anything for either of those things? No, just leave it there. Did Trump even do anything? Good. Now let's move on. That's all. That's <laughs> that, all. That's a good question. That's anyway, be the title of back to podcast. where we started, which was <laughs> Long Shot the Movie, <laughs> starring Seth Rogen and Shelley Theron. No, it's fine. This is the podcast description should just be tangents. Love that. That's Off topic. Basically <laughs> describes us. Yeah, exactly. Um, 
No, literally my entire question and everything I want your opinion on, which I think I already know the answer to, You're right. is, is Seth Rogen hot, maybe? Ooh. Because I think I'm, a, I'm quite attracted to him. <laughs> he was hot in this movie. He was hot in a long shot. I will definitely say that. Okay, well, I take the validation. Um, I mean, definitely his, like, outfit choices were subpar for the long shot. <laughs> that fucking Absolutely. parachute jacket. Yeah, oh yeah, my yeah. God, it kills me every time I say it. But I think he had kind of, like, a little rugged thing going for him. Like, with the beard, and it was... Especially when he, like, sculpted himself and, like, shaved his neck, as, as was the line in the film. It's true. No one should have a neck beard. That's true. But I will say, I think you're giving him too much credit. I think I just have... Something wrong with me. <laughs> Am I giving him too much credit or you too much credit? All of the above. <laughs> All of the above. No, I mean, I wouldn't, like, pick him in a lineup of people to fuck, but I would fuck him, so. Work. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, look, I, I mean, it's probably also to do with the goofy, like, awkward personality in it. It's just kind of charming. Yeah, it's true. He, he is very charming in that film. Anyway. That was good. The whole point is, if you haven't seen Longshot, watch it. For sure. It's not without its flaws, but it's a really genuinely I genuine it, movie. I agree. It was one of my favourite movies of last last year. I think it was 2018. What the fuck? I could be very wrong. <laughs> wow. I'll believe you. I, one of my favourite movies of whatever year it came yeah. out in. <laughs> same. Same. Cute. Should I bring up another thing? Do you have another thing? I have we more. are right 40 minutes, so if we, we can just go for the whole hour. Like we might. I'm having a fucking fantastic time, so... I mean, same. What's the time? This is like... 11.38. I don't know that there is a lot to say on about it, say about it, mm. but I've said that about everything and we've talked for like 40 minutes. It's true. So, <laughs> that was me getting ready to talk about this. Um, it's actually quite recent. Um, okay. It came to light this morning. Oh, so I probably haven't heard about it. You may have. Um, it's about J.K. Rowling. Oh, I haven't heard about the latest in the okay. installment in Saga. Well, we all know she's an objectively shitty transphobic person. We do definitely know that. That is a fact. It is, it is actually a fact, to be honest. She's, like, literally she's fucking it. outright said yes, it. Yes, so. yes. Well, you know how she writes crime detective novels under the name Robert Galbraith? I do. Can you guess what the plot of the next book is? Oh, no. Is it something really bad about... It's something really bad. <sighs> um, I mean, is it like... Actually, it might be worse if you guess. Oh, okay. Just tell me then. <laughs> the killer... Is it a, is it a trans is a person? Is a cisgender man who oh. dresses up as a woman to kill people. <sighs> and it's like, Joe, could you be any more transparent? It's true. It actually feels like she specifically crafted that. It's as absolutely, a person absolutely just to make a fucking point. This is someone who crafted a wildly like intricate universe in the Harry Potter series. Yeah, she plans and calculates everything. She really does. She knows what she's doing, and that she makes does. her a bad person. I one hundred percent agree. And anyone who still defends her, in ca- like, and you still think that she's like an okay person. I don't know if you caught the bit where Stephen King outright said... Trans women are women. Trans women are women and J.K. Rowling Flipped. unfollowed him. Yeah. I feel like that really just, like, that is right there mm. a good enough example and proof of her intention. And this really disappoints me. I mean, I mean I'm always hoping that people are going to see the error of their ways, but... At some point, I guess you just got to throw the whole fucking person out, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I agree, and it is time to take out the trash. It's true. And that's that on that. It is true. I mean, I also have a further opinion about this because a lot of people have, um, like, they, 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 they don't know whether or not they can still support the Harry Potter series because of what a trash person that J.K. Rowling is. Yeah, it's an interesting conversation trying to separate the artist from the art. It is, and I think that art doesn't exist in a vacuum, so you can't yeah, entirely yeah. separate it. But I also think it's, like, Harry Potter meant a lot of things to a lot of people. Mm. Um, and I think that it's, 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 I don't know, I think it's... There's something to be said about consuming art and enjoying it while yeah, also acknowledging for sure 
the real world consequences. For sure, 100%, because I honestly cannot think of a single piece of media that is wholly unproblematic. Yeah. Like, it's just, it's, 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 it's it's impossible because of the way that people experience their lives mm. and the the complicated nature of our existence on this planet. Everyone's experience is different, and so there's always going to be things for specific people that are upsetting yep. or whatever. And you can't invalidate those experiences. So everything in its own way is always problematic. Yeah. I don't know. No, that makes sense. I, yeah, I feel like. Yeah, no, it's a complicated conversation, it and, it, and it's it's deeper than just cancelling her. It's true, and it's well, no, that's I take that back. It's deeper than just cancelling like the Harry Potter Harry series. Potter, yeah. yeah, yes, yeah. yeah, she's gone. She's the Harry fucked. Potter series is still, I don't know. It's, it's still a cultural important. moment. It, it is. Still it will important. always be. I think. I agree. To be honest, I feel like it changed, like the course of. Cinematic Should, universes, honestly. Well, that's kind of true. I was going to say child fiction, but you're right. Yeah, no, like, you're right 100%. too. One hundred percent. And growing with growing fiction from childhood to young adult yeah, as well. Sure. It's, it's Yeah, I don't know. It was pretty revolutionary for its time. Mm. I also like acknowledging that I'm like we're not necessarily qualified yeah. to be. That's true. That's true. But she's a shit person. She is a shit person. I feel like we might not be qualified to make. Um, What's it called? <laughs> the thing where you like make a, I don't know, um, the ruling. We're yeah, not qualified we're to not make qualified a ruling make, yeah. on throwing out J.K. Rowling or the Harry Potter series. Um, but our humble opinion is. But 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 I feel like as people who respect other people and other people's lives and their yeah. experiences, we can still say like she's shit. Yeah, and also like, yeah, no, that's it. Mm. She's shit. To quote Raven from Drag Race. <laughs> Her outfit shit, her runway shit, her look is shit, her hair is shit, she's shit, she's shit. <laughs> yeah. Basically. And that that's not a, quite a direct quote, but <laughs> <laughs> I mean it's direct enough. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um <laughs> yeah, well, wild, wild. Wild. Very much so. Was there anything you wanted to to, to bring up or? Um Because Lord knows I have an endless supply of well, do you? pop culture. I, I, I mean, my two things were definitely Chris Evans and Donald Trump. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't really think of anything else. That's I would say the hundred. Ugh. Well, I'm, yeah. <laughs> Again, we're not qualified because we haven't watched it. <laughs> that's true. That's true. I forgot I watched last year's season. Yeah, but like, gross. It's it's the disrespect. Like it's a it's a show. Yeah. But it's sad to see a show go from perhaps one of the best written and executed television shows Particularly on broadcast season two. TV. Yeah. That's yep. what I'm talking about, season two. Yeah. Um, and original, honestly. The first few episodes were real dodge, but by the end of, of season, season one. Two? Oh. Of one. You just said the original. No, like original ideas. Oh, yeah. oh, okay, sorry. Right. No, I, I didn't love season one. It was kind of boring. It was. Season two is the pinnacle of TV, and that's what I'm saying. It's true. Season two was fucking... Phenomenal. To watch it go like five seasons after season yeah. two and just decline at such a rapid rate and like it's make true. the worst decisions is continually the worst decisions. Continually. Like season three, Lexa's death, fucking awful. Mm-hmm. Now I didn't ship Lexa and Clark. However, mm-hmm. I did like Lexa as a person mm-hmm. and to see the absolute disrespect that she was shown by dying the way that she did. Yeah, and it's also like when was that? That was like twenty 20- 15? Um, it would have been around yeah, there. Yeah. By that point, the kill your gaze trope oh, yeah. was absolutely established. It was a well-known thing that oh, Hollywood sure. loved to introduce queer people for representation and then get rid of them. 100%. My immediate, re- uh, my immediate thought is Buffy the Vampire Slayer when they killed Tara in season six and the backlash that happened with that, which was like in 2002. Like it's more than 10 years later. Learn your fucking lesson. It's actually a well-known fact that Joss Whedon mm. is the original Jason Rothenberg. I mean, you're right, and you should say it. <laughs> That's, like, so niche. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, it it was a public conversation at that point, and it the was. creator and writer, primary writer Jason Rothenberg of The 100. Ugh. The 100? The 100? Ah, uh, who cares? <laughs> Whatever it is. He absolutely knew what he was doing, introducing... Yeah queer character killing them in the way that they killed them. Mm-hmm. 
This is stupid. And now they've gone and killed off, objectively, the most popular character. Not only that, but the most interesting character. The most I interesting, mean, he, absolutely. He was, he was very poorly written in season three, I will say. I don't remember season three. That's fair. He was poorly written in season three. You can just trust me. I trust you, don't worry, yeah. Um, and then to kind of fix that mischaracterization for three more seasons. I don't know. What season even is this? Season seven now? Seven. And then to... The final season, we should say. Fuck up his characterization all through season seven and then not even give him a chance of redemption and then to just kill him in the way that they did. Ruining not only his characterization, but Clark's characterization as well. And just fucking shitting all over the fans. Yeah. Ugh. It gets Mm -hmm. me mad, obviously. I, as Nick said, we haven't watched the last two seasons, but still... It's rude. And I feel like we can talk about it because it was, like, the number one trending topic on Twitter it worldwide. Was. It was. Which, that's a cultural impact. It's true. It is. You're right. It doesn't mean it's a good one. <laughs> I mean, I feel like at this point in our dark timeline, writers and creators, particularly of TV shows, although Endgame, um, they just, like... They just have no respect for maintaining a clear storyline. I think they value shock and, oh, yes. and plot twists more than having consistency. Yes. And it's 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 actually frankly embarrassing for the writers. And I you know what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna be controversial. Please do. And I'm going to directly blame Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, Ned Stark's death, one hundred percent. Well, not even Ned Stark's death. That was like. It was the first one, yeah. and it was, like, it was effective. It's true. It was pretty cool. It was an, an interesting um, yeah. direction to kill off the main character and yep. continue on. Considering literally... And it worked. 100%. Who, I, I still, I didn't watch Game of Thrones until 2016, 17, so season six was airing, and I still was shocked when Ned Stark died. Yeah. So. Yeah. And it's just every shock value death after that, which is, like, every... Yeah. Two or three episodes, I want to say. True. <laughs> One of the lead characters. The red wedding. Again, yeah, it's big just. Purpose. There's something to be said about shock value, but there's also something to be said about executing it well. Well, I think the thing about the red wedding and Ned's death is that both of those things actually made sense within the storyline mm-hmm. because Ned was he made some he made some choices in season one, mm-hmm. and he ended up he was he was not equipped to be able to. Um, navigate the political landmine that was King's Landing. And so it made sense that he then just couldn't get out of it and died. Yeah. And the Red Wedding, again, was in keeping with the Lannisters, like, and, bullshit. And um, Rob being kind yeah. of naive. Yeah, and trusting that they yeah. weren't going to break um, guest rights or whatever yeah. it's called. No, I totally agree that it, like, it... it, it both of those things established yeah, consequences. 100%. It made sense. However, <laughs> I'm talking about all the other deaths. Oh, yeah. No. Oh, no. Obviously. No, we're I'm definitely talking... on the same page there. Yeah. I, honestly, I've blanked out most of the names because I just don't care anymore. But <laughs> I obviously do. You can tell from my thing <laughs> in my voice. This is going to be a thing that I care about till the day I die. But yeah. I respect. I respect. <laughs> yeah. And it's all the... This... I mean, it's an ensemble cast. There aren't really side characters, but all the side characters. In what? The 100 or Game of Thrones? All of the above. (laughs) But mostly Game of Thrones. Yeah. Yeah. No, you're right. It's true. And we should say it. And um, writers need to have some respect for the characters they create, the movies that they're making, TV shows that they're making, and Mm -hmm. also the fans. Because, honestly, at this point... If people guess your ending, who fucking cares? Like, yes. not everyone in the entire world is Ugh. going to know what your ending is supposed to be just because some people guessed it. And just because they guessed it doesn't mean it's a Bad. poorly uh, yeah. written storyline. It actually means it's good. Ugh. Louder but, for the people in the back, honestly. I mean, are the people in the back J. Roth and Joss Whedon and <laughs> D&D? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> pretty much. And also um, Christopher Marcus and Stephen McFeely, who wrote yeah. Avengers Endgame. <laughs> Truth, 100%. Which I also feel like I should say I've shit on Endgame a few times in the past hour, but Infinity War is, like, in my top five favourite movies of all time. No, really? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Wow, I thought it was kind of boring. Well, you're wrong. It was really long. And that's a stupid opinion. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it wasn't bad, but I... I It it could have been Chris Evans' hair. (gasps) Oh! That 
Chris Evans' hair was the best character in the entire MCU. <laughs> you know what? Work. T, work, slay, all of the slaying. Yeah. Also, Robert Pattinson's hair and Tenet. <gasps> oh, sexy. Scene stealer. <laughs> Scene stealer, the only good part of the entire movie. The reason why I gave it a five. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, work. Also, no, I can't start on that. Were you going to start? What were you going to start on? Tell me. We can talk I was going to start on the fact that fucking, fucking Christopher Nolan booked Queen Elizabeth Debicki in his film. <laughs> oh, God. And squandered her talents. This is true. And gave her nothing to work with except lubing up a back <laughs> and lubing up the deck of a boat <laughs> and yeeting a man off the side. Which I will give credit is pretty iconic and hilarious. It's true. It was one of the best moments in movies. But it? it was fucking executed straight faced. It's true. It was. It was the most ridiculous like... thing, and it was taken so seriously. <laughs> when I when we went and saw this movie, I was with Nick and then two other people, mm. and I was just what at this point in the movie, I was like, "Can it just be over already?" Mm. But when this scene happened, Nick and the two other people started to piss themselves laughing. And I was <laughs> like, "I mean, <laughs> yeah, that's because my friend leaned over and whispered in my ear as this man gets yeeted off the edge. She whispers, "Yeet," <laughs> and I died. I mean, if you've seen the movie, you will obviously yeah. immediately be able to picture exactly what we're talking about. But even if you haven't seen it, picture the most ridiculous scene of mm-hmm. someone putting sunscreen on a deck and then... To lube them. <laughs> and then sliding a dead body over the side <laughs> of a yacht. Then that's, that's... And taking it seriously. And taking it seriously. Just the, the tomfoolery. The, to- the tomfoolery. I just... <laughs> Horrific. 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 Okay. Well. Should we maybe start to wrap up? Probably. Okay. It's been 50-ish minutes, 55-ish minutes. I've had the fucking best time. I have too. I feel like this has gone so fast. And I also feel like we didn't really introduce what this podcast will be. If you really want to know, go listen to the trailer that we put out. It'll um, give you more of a broad scope of what it wants to be in the long term, I'd say. So we're going to start wrapping up now, and that means we're going to try and do a weekly what the fuck of the week. Love that. Yes. Yes. So it's either a recommendation that we have or something that we do not recommend, Mm -hmm. and it can be stupid and silly or it can be serious as you want. Are we doing one each? We're doing one each. Good. Every week. Um, Love that. And it's just just silly and stupid and, and fun. Because clearly we are the pinnacle of podcastery. Podcastery. <laughs> so we have the right to tell you what we recommend. That's true. Obviously, our egos are just that big. Yeah, and how to live your life. Um, because we always make perfect decisions. <laughs> Notoriously. <laughs> exactly. Mm-hmm. Okay, well. So mine directly relates to what okay, I said earlier first. about my story. Soy milk? soy milk? Not the soy milk. <laughs> yes, the soy milk. So shall I tell the story first or shall I make my what the fuck of the week? Go with your heart. I'm going to tell the story first. Okay. So I get up, I go to make breakfast and I realize that I don't have enough time to make eggs. So I was like, okay, I'll have Nutri-Grain. Wait, like egg eggs? Yeah, like okay. eggs on toast. <laughs> anyway, so I was like, I'm going to have Nutri-Grain with soy milk. We didn't have any upstairs, so I had to fucking walk all the way downstairs to get mum and dad's soy milk. Horrific. Right? And as I pour it out, the milk had, like, separated, so it was, like, an oily kind of thing that came out first, and I was like, ooh, this is gross. Um, And then I just, like, poured out that gross oily bit from the bowl and then shook the soy milk and then Uh uh put the soy milk in the bowl because, obviously, I have no fucking... capacity to make good decisions right ironically. Same. Mood. um i didn't want to waste it anyway it was kind of thick when i poured it out into the bowl and i still was like this is fine <laughs> this is still eatable anyway i went upstairs edible i think eatable probably- <laughs> 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 anyway i go upstairs okay, yeah. and i put the fucking first bite in my mouth and my mouth started to like burn I was oh my like- God. and i gagged i was like Ugh. <laughs> Oh my god! It was, it was so bad. I actually had to spit my whole mouthful out back into the bowl. <laughs> yeah, I didn't even know that soy milk could spoil that much. Legit. Neither did I. Dad was like, "It only lasts for a week," and I was like, "Well, you fucking could have told me that Literally. before." I almost poisoned myself. Soy milk, more like spoil milk. <laughs> it's true. Ugh, you're right. Anyway, like I needed more reasons to stay away from soy milk. Okay, it's. I mean, true. Mum was like, "Oh, that's so sad," and I was like, "Yeah, bitch, it fucking was. It was sad." Can you still taste it? 
No, I can't right now. But okay. honestly, I did. I had toast afterwards because I was like, I actually need to like wash down yeah. the taste of my mouth. It was really bad. Anyway, so my what the fuck of the week is. I mean, it was always shake the soy milk bottle before you pour it up. <laughs> like my four ounce split milk, but now it is um, check. Check. To make sure that your soy milk is not off because your mouth might burn. Yeah. So Maddie's you. recommendation of the week is check. Yeah, check. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. That sounds horrific. It really was. Ugh. Ugh. Yeah. That's my worst nightmare. I mean, fair. And same. I have such a thing with textures and stuff that I'm yeah. like, mm. It wasn't even a bad texture. Like, it wasn't chunky. It just burned. It just, like, literally <laughs> burned on my tongue. And I was like... Whoa! Whoa! What is this? That's horrible. <laughs> it was horrible. Mom put wow. it out now, so that's good. Anyway, so I don't know how you hold up. You out. put it back in the fridge? Oh, I didn't know. I poured the milk into my bowl downstairs, went back upstairs oh. to eat it, and then when Mum got home from her walk, I was like, "Pour that shit out! It is <laughs> off." <laughs> I because I I thought that you poured it, poisoned yourself, and then put it back in the fridge for everyone else. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not that much of an evil bitch. Okay, well, I'm no Christine Quinn. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. That's the chick from Selling Sunset, right? Yeah, we'll talk about okay, that yeah. next week. Well, no, not even. That's got something to do with my recommendation of <gasps> oh the my, week. We are the same person, I swear to God. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We're so in tune. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, I guess my what the fuck of the re- week. <laughs> my what the fuck of the week, which yep. is, I was trying to say recommendation as well. My recommendation this Fair. week is... Well, actually, I was going to say something I don't recommend. Go for it. But I figured this is our first episode. Okay. I should try and be positive. (laughs) (laughs) So my recommendation for this week is... Go. (laughs) That I recommend everybody stan. Yeah. That is hardcore fan. Right. (laughs) The side characters in reality TV shows. Okay. that's. I'm talking the decorator in Selling Sunset... (laughs) That was waiting by when Heather had a breakdown because her boyfriend signed a contract in fucking Sweden. I'm talking the staff at the restaurant in the Real Housewives of New York when Aviva threw her fucking prosthetic prosthetic leg across the restaurant. I'm talking the fucking tourists in Amsterdam who had to witness Lisa Rinna throw a glass at Kim Richards. Wow. I'm talking Max Joseph in that episode of Catfish when the guy thought that he was dating the real Katy Perry. Truly. So that's my recommendation is having respect for side characters. That's true. Having respect for, for the real life people. For standard buyers in, in, in reality shows. By their bullshit. Exactly. And also I'd like to um, address the fact that I did call Max Joseph, <laughs> one of the two hosts, a side character. <laughs> Please do. <laughs> and that's because one, he left. I mean. And two... He, I just have a crush on him. That's all. So um, he's a side character. Is well, he... he like records stuff and all that. And I mean, that's. I mean, I guess he's a consistent side character. We'll go with that. Yeah, because like Neve is like the dude, the voice, the main dude. But Max Joseph, he's the Harry Styles. He's the looks. <laughs> <laughs> he is the looks. Oh wait, he's the brawn. He's the brain. He's okay, the looks. I thought of one more thing that I wanted to bring up. Oh my god! Really quickly. And it has something to do with Max Joseph. That grey hair, it does things to people. True. Good things. Yes. And I want to bring up, did you see the photos of Logan Lemon with his... Yes, I did. Oh my God, the salt and pepper That boy was working it. Right. Oh my God. I saw someone be like, I mean, Poseidon who? Yes. He knows his angles. He does. He knows how to work it. That salt and pepper hair Uh, is... I honestly didn't realise he was old enough for salt and pepper hair. I think it's like a condition. (laughs) I mean, fair. I mean, that's. I was gonna say. I feel like that's 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 a common like um Claire one. from Bon Appetit, oh. the Bon Appetit Test Kitchen. I haven't seen it. Well, that's stupid. Didn't they have something really problematic like, happen? They did the have pandemic. a lot of problematic stuff happen, yeah. but I respect the staff. Not not Condé Nast. The whole okay. That's too much to get into. I uh, yeah. I don't. Know what you're um. About, so. <laughs> <laughs> and also Marina Diamondas, Marina and the Diamonds, iconic singer, who has the same thing. Uh, Matt LeBlanc does too from Friends. Yeah, uh, he's old. But he okay. Sorry, in like the seasons while Friends was running, he had oh, to for dye real? his hair black. Yeah, oh, they should have left it. That would have been so hot. You're right, but it was the '90s and they had images. No <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, I feel like we've gone through plenty. It's true. We've made it over an hour. We really have, and I we didn't we... think we would be able no. to talk for half an hour. 
That was true. Okay, so going forward, the goal will be about an hour. I agree. Cute. Cute. Maddie, is there anywhere that you want to get people to follow you if if anyone actually listens? True. Oh, my God. People are going to listen to us because we're so fucking funny. YouTube. I'll I'll plug the um, podcast stuff so you can... Okay, cool. So I also have my own YouTube channel where I do movie reviews and Which is iconic. I mean, I also want to say it's iconic, but that's because just, it is me. Also, um, if you want to hear a truly wild story about our cinema experiences, oh my god, yes, go check it out. Okay, yes, that is my latest video. Unless you're my mom, don't go look because <laughs> you'll freak out. <laughs> you will. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It was real bad. Um, no, my YouTube channel is Lady Alice One Hundred and One, and you can follow me basically on any social media under the same handle: Twitter, Tumblr. Although, don't follow me there. I post a lot of Game of Thrones bullshit. <laughs> um, and that other one, Instagram. Instagram. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Cool. Okay. Um, what do I have? I've got Twitter. Everyone, welcome to follow me on Twitter. My handle is NIC underscore sushi. Cute. Yes, I know. I love that for you. I, I don't wish. know if I follow you. <laughs> the Actually, actual I homophobia. I do because I see your likes all the time. It's a lot to unpack there. <laughs> so if you want to follow the podcast to keep up to date when there's a new episode, yes. one, I would say subscribe. Definitely. And obviously you want to subscribe because this, if this was not the best hour of your day, I will eat my hat. I also think you're wrong if you don't think that. But <laughs> yeah, you can follow, um, subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, anywhere really that has podcasts. I mean, I wouldn't know. Also, give us a review, but only if it's a five star review. Obviously. Or a four, I guess. That's fine. Don't don't give us bad reviews. That's mean. Average too low is just unacceptable. Truly, we are Oscar worthy. We really. are we are above. We average. are Josephine Langford in After We Collided. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> um, and if you want to follow us on social media to keep up to date, the podcast handle is WTFIH Podcast. Cute. Twitter and Instagram, no underscores or anything. It's just WTFIH Podcast. Easy. Easy. That's everything. That is everything. Cool. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for listening. Thank you. I had a fantastic time with you today, Nick. Thanks for hanging out with me, baby. Oh, it's so cute. It was fun. It was fun. I feel like we got through a lot. We definitely got through, like, all of the major topics in the last week. Truly. Okay. And some extras. Awesome. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.